Hi guys, welcome back to the When You Know You Know podcast. I am so stuffy right now. I feel like it's that time of the year. Like everyone is just getting sick for no reason and I can't stand it. But also, as you can see, my co-host is not here with me, but that's fine because today we are talking about actually a very personal topic because I feel like I've been on tiktok a lot seeing you know a lot of girls like influencers who are losing a lot of weight really fast and maybe not in like the healthiest ways i don't want to like assume anything about anyone but seeing all of these girls on social media losing so much weight and like ozempic is like such uh, i'm trying to like piece together my words without you know, insulting anyone because I don't want to assume that anyone is taking it. But when someone is like losing weight in like three months, like dramatic weight, it's just, it's just not sustainable. So I don't want to beg on anyone else. Please, when you go on social media, watch who you're following because it is very damaging. Even I know, like even now, I really still do compare myself to a lot of girls on social media and it's really damaging especially when you're younger i can't believe girls who are younger now who have to look at social media and it's so it's so much it's crazy and i know like you know obviously i'm not saying girls shouldn't ever take bikini photos like i love taking a bikini photo don't get me wrong but the comparison is what i mean is so crazy like the depth behind being a girl in society is just it's really too much and we need to just not feed into that anymore and like teach younger girls that they can be healthy in healthy ways and like sustainable ways because it's very damaging and very dangerous and i also want to say because my dad is diabetic i want to say that i don't know if people are realizing that the more that this is in demand like this is a medicine for diabetes that is being used for dramatic weight loss for people who don't have diabetes. Uh, I don't know. I just feel really passionate about this. That's just going to spike the price and people who actually have diabetes like will, won't be able to afford it. And that's just very frustrating to me because we would rather take medication away from people who actually need it to look good in society and be accepted by society that probably the standard will change in like a year or something. A society that's not even going to accept us. So... It's just very frustrating. I remember when Kim Kardashian's body type was like the it, like everyone wanted that BBL bod, you know? And then now it's like all about being super, super thin again, like it was when I was younger. And that's, it's crazy because we strive so hard and we get plastic surgery and we do all this stuff and like we get accepted and we feel good about it. And then it changes and then we feel like we have to like keep following these trends and it's, It's really sad. It makes me really sad, honestly. I feel like it's a really hard cycle to break out of. And, you know, it's there for men too. But for women, it starts at like such a young age for us. Like, I remember when I was younger, I... (laughs) Weight has been a topic of conversation in my life for as long as I can remember. Like, I don't know if there was a time where I wasn't being compared to like my cousins or my sister because I was the chubbiest one in my family growing up but 
I was also a kid being compared to people who were like adults and like their body had gone through surgeries. Like it's crazy. And like, I look back at photos of myself when I was younger and I just like was not fat, you know? And it's so crazy that I even thought that and body dysmorphia is like such, such another topic. And it's such a crazy thing because I feel like now I'm like quite satisfied you know, with the amount of weight I lost and I look at my body, but I still, I don't know. Like I've, I, it feels like almost like sometimes I don't recognize it. Like I can't tell what I look like. Like I will look at myself and then I'll take a picture and like, it'll be like a completely different. It's hard. It's hard to say. And like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be satisfied with my body just because of how I grew up. For those girls who grew up in a Filipino, <laughs> in a Filipino household, you know, how hard it is like the i you know what i love being filipino i grew up very a very happy filipino kid i love our traditions you know the only thing i really have beef with we like idolize western beauty standards like almost like like you papaya soap we're really trying to lighten our skin so we can be whiter like i remember when i was younger the only thing that was celebrated about me really was that i had really pale skin like yes i was the chubbiest out of my family but i was also the lightest so i had that to my advantage but now i'm like that is so it's so damaging because it took me a long time to really really like love my skin color and like i remember sometimes when we were younger we would be told like oh don't don't tan like make sure you hide yourself from like the sun like because they wouldn't want us to like get darker but i love being tan like i love when my skin is tan it looks so healthy and it looks so like how i'm meant to look you know but things like that and like also just being skinny in the philippines is like if you're a girl that's your goal that and to be a nurse like those should be your only life goals if you grew up a girl in the philippines i remember they did a, a cover on lily reinhardt and like Cam is her name camila mendez um but the riverdale cast they were on the cover of the philippines vogue and philippines vogue had like edited their bodies down like slimmed their bodies down and i really like lily reinhardt because of this but she was very passionate and adamant about calling the philippines out and like saying why they did that but that's what the whole like the philippine beauty standard is it's like you know they want you to be skinny it's like you can't be a chubby girl like you get hated on by your family and it's like i'm not blaming my family at all because that's just it's generational it's how we grew up like it's how they were taught and they don't know any better but it's we really have to break out that out of that because that really sucks you're told at such a young age that like don't eat too much you know don't dress like that don't look like that like i was like 10 years old being compared to like 40 year old women you know you got the same legs as that girl or like because i have like you know i got thick legs i got <laughs> i got calves girl you know i'm philip i got them filipino calves and it's so annoying because on a man that's like such a good thing everyone's like you know filipino calves but on a woman it's just it's not the same growing up in that kind of environment is just it took me such a long time to break out of i like can't even articulate my words because i'm still trying to process like everything that was said to me when i was younger I'm 20 years old and it's still something I have to break out of. And now seeing these girls all over TikTok and stuff, it's, I can't imagine what it's like to be like a younger girl now because 
girl, it was hard back then and we didn't have technology like we did now. So now I'm going to talk about how I healthily sustained, you know, losing weight. I'm not like obviously a fitness guru or like the skinniest person alive or the healthiest person alive, but I did lose some weight. I'm very proud of myself and I do get questions a lot about how I did it. And girl, it is hard. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like I, I fell into that trick before where it was like, oh, you can lose 10 pounds in like three months, you know? And for me, it's like, yeah, 10 pounds in three months, that almost sounds sustainable, but it's really so, so tough. And you don't understand that you have to be working hard every single day, like dedicated every single day, like no rests for that to happen. Because I'm trying to say it so I don't give you guys misinformation, but I also want to like help you guys out because I know how, I know how hard it is to like be in that cycle of like wanting to lose weight so bad and like become healthier and like look like a better version of yourself and like be mentally okay and it's it's so so draining and it's like you do it for a week and you feel really really good about it and then you know one night you just you just like lose control and binge eat and then it's a rough cycle and I'm gonna get really emotional because it's really hard and I've never said this publicly but I have suffered from an eating disorder you know, for a really long time. And I feel like I've just broken out, like this year, I've just broken out of like, you know, my bad habits and stuff. Not that they never happen, but I'm better at like really controlling myself from binge eating. And it felt really isolating almost because I, honestly my fault, I I really didn't talk to anyone about it and I should have, but it did feel really isolating. And I couldn't like, you know what? I thought before that I could hate myself into loving myself. Like I thought that if I hated myself enough, like it would motivate me to change and I would like learn to like love a new version of myself. And that is just not the case. (laughs) I really had to work on my mental health before I even started like working on the physical stuff because I, like I said, grew up, it, it was hard to unlearn a lot of those things. And I'm also like very tough on myself so that also really didn't help (laughs) but last year I think last like 2020 November 2020 I think I was like feeling like very sluggish I was tired all the time like I was sleeping all the time like I would wake up and be absolutely exhausted and (laughs) you can ask Devin I was taking naps like three naps a day I was so exhausted and I just had like no motivation, no energy to do things. I was like sad all the time. And I love, like I love dressing up and like taking photos, you know, like doing all that girl stuff. I love that. But like I lost so much of myself. And I realized that in 2020 that I was like, I don't even do the things that I used to love doing. I don't go out anymore. Like I stay home and I feel like I just like, slug around for like hours and then it's just like a cycle of me going to sleep waking up eating and it's not like I'm leaving the house because you know I work from home so where am I going I moved to a new place I don't have any friends yet I don't know why I said yeah I still don't have any friends (laughs) but it was like hard I, I really didn't just I felt like just like not myself so I kind of like had that understanding and I was like 
I've been in the cycle so much where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna lose weight in three months and then I'm gonna go on a vacation and like give myself a time frame. Like I can do this. And then I realized that that was just not practical for me. So I was like, okay, I'm first just gonna be nicer to myself for like the last two months of the year. I'm just really going to be kinder to myself, kind of like switch my attitude. If I like see myself in the mirror, I'd be like, girl, you look good today. And at first it sounds like super ridiculous. I remember my best friend always used to be like, that sounds crazy. And like, um, and it does sound crazy to be honest, but my advice to you is to always be delusional, you know? And I think that everybody knows that, but be delusional and tell yourself things that like you would tell your friends, you know? I remember Kendall Jenner, like, was the one who was saying to look at a photo of yourself when you're younger, like, post it up in your mirror or something, and then, you know, you can't really say mean things to yourself as a child, like, that's crazy, (laughs) but yeah, that was, like, one way that really helped me, so for the last two months of 2020, I was just self-loving myself like crazy, and then in January 1st of 2023 of this year me and Devin fully decided to go pescatarian and honestly it's it wasn't really a hard decision for me because I've always wanted to go either vegetarian or pescatarian I feel like it's not hard for me personally because I do normally eat a lot of seafood and I could cut out red meat really easily because you know I ate it a lot and I really shouldn't have because it made me feel sick every time I ate it and very lethargic I would literally get the meat sweats and I'd be like yeah more meat (laughs) but I it was really easy to cut that out chicken you know I love I love a good Korean fried chicken this sounds really bad to say but you know I watched an anime a long time ago and it really like traumatized me and it's called what was it promised I think it's promised neverland I don't know if I've talked about this before but if you guys have ever watched that, that really traumatized me. And that's why I was okay to stop eating animals, honestly. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, I went pescatarian. And then I really focused on like, I did a lot of research about cleaning my gut out because I don't know, I like, I don't know how to explain it. But when I like would wake up, my stomach would like be bloated and like, almost like, when you touch it, it would be like, I don't know, like it would hurt to the touch almost. And it was like painful sometimes. And I took some probiotics. I took more magnesium and iron because I'm low in iron now because, you know, I'm eating fish. But the thing about supplements is I don't want to give, I don't know, exact ones that I take because I feel like everyone's body is so different. For like my probiotics, I started with the ones at Costco and I live by Whole Foods. So I just, I go to Whole Foods and I get like probiotic drinks. I kind of like switch it up here and there. Um, But yeah, my, my probiotic pills I started with were from Costco. They were like that Costco brand. But yeah, I feel like, cause everyone's body is so different. Please do your research because I don't want to recommend you something and then like not know that you have like an allergy to something, you know? And then after I felt like I had like a good you know, I felt good about my gut. Then I kind of started focus on like working out and like more so the physical stuff, like figuring out what workouts I like doing because I used to go to the gym, you know, a lot. And I just didn't, I just really did not enjoy. Sometimes I don't enjoy going to the gym. Like sometimes the vibe in the gym is just not it. You know, sometimes I just want to go outside and like 
breathe some fresh air or like take a workout class. I feel like like those are so much funner. I used to run when I was younger and I used to love running. So I wanted to get back into it, but I didn't want to full on just make myself start sprinting because I wanted to like slowly grow like my ability to like run, you know? So I started off by walking, whether it be like taking the stairs somewhere instead, or like if I went to the gym, I would park like a 10 minute walk away. Um, or if I ordered food, I would like walk to pick it up. If I had a restaurant, I would just walk back home, stuff like that. Like anywhere I could fit a walk-in. And then I also bought a walking pad, which is so nice because I just pop on a movie and then I'm walking for an hour and 30 minutes and I didn't even notice. Or like I'm listening to music and it just get, you know, it's nice. And then I also can put it on the balcony and like be outside, which is really nice. Um, and then eventually when I like could walk longer distance, I started jogging and then eventually running and not that I could like run a whole sprint, but you know, I'm building up my cardio, which is really nice. And I feel like that, like all the walking is what really got me to like lose a lot, like a chunk of my weight. And like, obviously my diet, like I was eating a lot healthier, a lot more vegetables, like, and I wasn't eating, I had no choice but to eat like healthier because I wasn't eating red meats. I wasn't eating chicken. So I had to eat like healthier options. Like sometimes I don't have a seafood option. So I had to eat a vegetarian option, you know? So it was kind of nice to have like that restriction on myself, but I still eat what I want. And I think that's a really important thing. Like I don't count my calories or anything or macros. I don't know what any of those things are. <laughs> I have always grown up like loving food. Me and food, we're tight. We love each other. I love eating. And I just like cannot give that up. And I knew it wasn't going to be sustainable because like I said before, like I've tried to lose weight. I'd always like count my calories, like put my calories in like my fitness pal and like type them in and try to restrict myself like that. But it's just so, it wasn't healthy for myself, honestly. Like I, I, I it was just not sustainable. Like it's just not who I am. I love eating. I have family parties. Like what am I just going to count all my calories there? Like that's just not possible. So I still like let myself eat what I want, but I definitely do like moderate myself. I'm like, okay, I'm, I want a cookie so bad. I'm going to get four cookies instead of eight cookies, you know, like I'm still going to eat what I want, but, um, I try to like moderate it a lot and I don't have like hard restrictions on myself other than obviously I can't eat meat because I'm pescatarian. But other than that, like I still eat what I want. And honestly, like sometimes I get like TikTok videos of like Baldac noodles and I'm like, no, I have to eat a whole package of Baldac noodles. And I do, girl. And I don't care. So I, if I restrict myself too much, I feel like I just break out of that pattern and I'm like back in this cycle of like, oh, I want to eat all this stuff because I haven't been eating it. You know, if I want a treat four times a week, I'm going to have a treat four times a week, you know? Don't restrict yourself because I feel like that's when it kind of goes downhill. Like you have to really think about how you can sustain it for like a really long time. Because I, this was like for me in a span of like a year that I've done this. And even now I'm like not, you know, at my healthiest. I could definitely be healthier, but I feel a lot, lot better mentally. I feel a lot better for physically. Um, yeah. And I feel like if you want this, please if you want to be healthier, please do it in a sustainable way because it's so damaging to compare yourself to like girls who are taking shortcuts, like people who are taking shortcuts to just look a certain way. And there was a study in 2020 that said, if you don't continue taking this medication, you will just gain the weight back. And that's the thing about like these fitness teas and like all of those things is 
you lose water weight, but you will always gain it back. Trust me, I've tried all those Ds. <laughs> so take it from someone who, you know, has been through the trauma. Like I've been where you are. I've hated myself so, so, so much, but there are healthier and more sustainable ways to like achieve a certain look that you want or like a certain like health goal that you have, whatever healthy looks like to you there is a healthier way to do it. And I hope that you guys don't compare yourself and you're mindful of like who you follow on social media because even if I make you feel that way, unfollow me, girl, because I don't want to make you feel like that about yourself. Like, you know, I'd rather you feel good about yourself than compare yourself even to me. Like, just make sure like you surround yourself with, you know, people who you actually want to be like and like you're not comparing yourself in unhealthy ways take care of yourselves because I know how hard it is. And, you know, I'm still, I'm not saying that I'm like immune to all of that stuff on social media. I still very much compare myself and like, I'm not broken out of like that cycle, but I think now I just like can recognize it easier and I know what to do. And like, I can stop myself from comparing myself. And even though it's been a year and it like seems like a really long time, it's honestly it's truly flown by. Like, I can't believe it's been a year since I've been a pescatarian, since I've been working out for like every day, basically for a year. It's crazy. It's just, oh yeah. You know what also I have beef with the fitness community is, you know that saying where they're like, oh, it takes 30 days to like build a habit. Yeah, it takes 30 days, but the gag is (laughs) you don't even enjoy it. it's like now it's just become a thing where it's like brushing my teeth and like combing my hair it's just out of ha- it's it, it is a habit now and it doesn't feel right my day doesn't feel complete like if I don't go for a walk or have like a little workout in um but I still don't enjoy it I don't know some days I'm like this is not it girl this advice is like so like I'm like do this do this but don't do this you know my advice is very um sporadic <laughs> so I don't even know if this is going to help anyone, but I hope that it did. (laughs) And I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I am so sorry that I was stumbling. I feel like I really need to like prep if I'm going to talk about something this intense, but (laughs) thank you for bearing with me. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you on the next podcast episode.